We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast, presented by Twisted T. Chase Parm, Neil McCready. It's from the Clark Board Studio. Today, three days away from Ole Miss and Tulane at Yeoman Stadium, in New Orleans, 2.30 ESPN2, the uh, start time for that. We'll uh, talk a little bit about Willie Fritz, press conference yesterday, the Tulane head coach. He spoke to the media. The coordinator spoke to the media. That's a novel concept. Michael Pratt, not available um, yesterday. We'll discuss his status a little bit. There's a story up at rebelgrove.com about Pratt and what his situation is heading into the weekend. He's obviously expected to play for the uh, for the Green Wave, the third year junior there um, for Tulane, so that we'll look at some top twenty five stuff. Neil's got a take we can go into a little bit and much more here on the show. Show brought to you every day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. Remember, back in the Grove for Georgia Tech in ten days. Let the Oxford Exxon take care of some of your catering needs. They got tons of different options, including multiple specials. A couple slabs of ribs is a special pound of pork side items. They got great veggies, desserts. Tons of things there to get out of their hot case. Get the ribs, get the pork, get the barbecue for your catering there with the Oxford Exxon. Lunch specials five sixty nine, and they got the beer cave. Tons of alcohol selections. Let them handle your tailgate, your weekend. Maybe you need to stock up at home prior to Ole Miss and Tulane if you're not headed down to uptown New Orleans on a Saturday. So all that at the Blue Sky in Oxford again. Neil is in the Clark Ford studio. I am Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guests will join later this week on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608. South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care. Everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to uh, CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic. 
Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. You know, I turned 40 this year, Neil, so it's not like I just now become an adult or a little older person. But, you know, it still strikes me occasionally when you get something. And it's kind of like the, the cliche of, hey, I got socks for Christmas, and I was really excited about it because I just needed socks, and I didn't need anything else. I kind of had one of those moments this week because – I I've always I've got the little remarkable I've been using for a couple of years now for podcast topics and stuff. And I, I keep a lot of stuff on that. But I tell you what I found that this week has made me happy is I bought like a little small whiteboard. And it's one of those that sort of has like the easel sort of thing behind it where it props up. And I've got it behind my computer where I can put topics and just kind of my day stuff on it. And I'm not looking yep. down at a notebook or anything. It's just right there on the corner of my desk in the corner. And I thought. That's one of those signs that you're in a completely different realm, but that, that that is the best thing that has happened to you this week is you found you found a whiteboard on Amazon that you can write things on during the day. Like that 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 is that is the thing that I will remember from the week. If I was doing like that one thing for the day, that's the thing. So that, that that's where we are today. I, I'm I am I am accepting my mortality that we are getting older, that I'm on the back half here or something, because if we're buying whiteboards and we're really excited about it, I, I think it says something about our mental state at this point. I don't know. I think simplicity is good. Yeah. Simplicity is a good thing. If if you have to have a lot, if, the more that you require to be happy, <laughs> the harder it is to be happy. That's very true. If if the checklist of things to be happy is short, it's more manageable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Um, that I, is, think, that is I, a... I think there's a lot to be said for simplicity. The yeah. more simple I keep my life, the more happy I am. It's calm. Oh, that's the word. I was asked to define happiness in a mailbag last week, which is impossible. But the word that came to mind was calm. If I'm calm, I'm I'm, I'm pretty good. If I get happy, I'm not so good. I think it shows people's mindsets when they talk about certain words being good or bad as far as, you know, not mantras to live by or anything, but whether it's a positive or negative for life, you know, and the ones we hear on that is contentment. Is contentment good or bad? Is is satisfaction, is being satisfied good or bad? Because, you know, with satisfied, you can take it from, hey, well, if you're completely satisfied, you don't have any drive, you don't have any of this, that's not, that's not whatever. But no, you can be satisfied in the sense of you're satisfied with your purpose every day, with your routine, with your schedule, that you know, you're know you doing the things you need to be doing. That still has a satisfaction that's not meaning you're just sitting on the couch every day and not worried about tomorrow and not trying to push for anything. I mean, I... You know, I, I've, I've gotten, as, as as we've talked about a ton, I, I get into tons of podcasts and books that are self-help stuff and just kind of listening about routines and whatnot. And I, I, I kind of bristle with that sometimes when somebody's like, hey, you know, contentment or satisfaction is not a good thing. It's like, no, you're putting a negative connotation on that. There are some really big positives to contentment and satisfaction yes. and, and and those type of words to describe your, your day-to-day or your life or whatever. Just yes. no doubt about that. 100%. I mean, I've gotten where I'm into these guided runs on Peloton, not because I need the guidance. I just sort of like having the voice. It feels like I've got someone sort of coaching me, even though I'm not really necessarily doing the run. Like sometimes it's like an interval run that I'll do just because I want to listen to that particular genre of music. Oh, the music changes when the pace changes. Yeah. And they'll do, they'll do things like, Hey, we're going to do, you know, this eight minute block, we're going to push it harder. And I might, and I might not, I just kind of do it for that. But one of the things that like, 
one of the it was a female instructor like she was like a minute into the run and she's like good for you we've already accomplished the hardest part of today's workout and it was <laughs> you hit the start button and i was like at first i was like shut up and then i was like no you're right yeah. that was the hardest part it's all downhill from here that was the hardest part like okay i'm gonna get up out of the bed i'm gonna put on running clothes and i'm gonna go run and the point is it's like no at the end of the day i mean i finished the run I looked at my metrics or whatever and they were fine whatever but that wasn't like oh god i must i must achieve more i must run faster i must run further it was like no i, I did it i mean I, I i actually allowed myself to go you know most guys my age did not get out of the bed at five something in the morning and go run so it's a win for me it's why are, there some that, are there some that got up and went further than me and didn't? Well, sure, of course. But were, were there more that didn't? Yeah. So for me, in my own little world, where I'm keeping my own personal scoreboard, that was a W. Yeah, there's a guy I follow, and he talks all the time. He says, consistently good is better than occasionally great. Yeah. I mean, just do something every day. Whatever the thing is, it'll be exercise. Just whatever. Whatever your thing is, do do something toward that. Maybe it's reading more. Maybe it's spending time with the kids. Whatever. Just do it just consistently. Consistently yes. good. Yeah, it's it's. there's an instructor when I go to yoga at Gypsy Waltz. And yeah, she does kind of the same thing. She's like, you know, you, you chose this for yourself and you're here. That was the hard part. You showed up. Like, you're in this room for the next 50 minutes. So, hey, that's done. Just turn your mind off. Do this. When you get up, it'll be over. You'll be glad. You get to the end and they put the lavender towel on you and all that stuff. And you go, hey, I did it. It's all, it's all, it's all gravy. So. Life lessons yep. with Neil and Shakes here on this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon podcast. Um, it's a bit of a lull, I think, heading into this game. You know, I still think, Neil, the, the mindsets are interesting um, going into this. Is We talked about it early in the week, Tulane having the wave on the helmet, not necessarily being a team that is formidable in college football. They are uh, ranked 24th this week in the AP Top 25. Ole Miss moved up to number 20. Can get into that in a little bit for specifics if anybody cares. Um, there wasn't much on our boards. Yes. I saw yes. it out, out there in the ether. Uh-huh. The the angst over the AP poll on September the fifth. I'm like, hey man, relax. If you win, you will be close to 15. If you lose, you will be out of the top 25. That is, yeah. It's it, it, it's hey, you're gonna play Bama in a few weeks. <laughs> I mean, it's going to shoot way up or down a little bit in in, in a couple weeks. There's an exam coming. Okay. The the syllabus was laid out at the beginning of the semester and they told you, Hey, September the 23rd, we're going to take a big exam. All right. So don't get worried. Don't get all worried about the 10 point pop quiz that's coming this week. It's, it's not, it's not changing anything. We're going to have some quizzes. There's some attendance rules, but listen, (laughs) September 23rd is big exam. Okay. It's a big exam. And then we're going to have another one the next week. Just FYI. So buckle up. That's what's coming. And that's what you should be pointing to. That's where we are. We should be higher than that. I can't believe. Why did LSU? You play LSU later too. I mean, it's you're going to play them too. Here's the news. If you don't play LSU this year, something really horrific has happened. Mm -hmm. You're playing them like in. 24 days. We'll find out. We're going to find out lots, whether you should be ranked higher or lower than them. All that stuff's going to sort out. I don't mind the people who debate it. It's like, okay, cool. But there's, you can feel there's this bubbling up angst about it. I'm like, if you win, that poll's going to work out. 
If you don't, you won't be worried about the poll. Tulane's first SEC home game since the Rebels were there in 2012, the day that uh, Bo Wallace injured his shoulder and it kind of affected him at some point the rest of his career. After that time, Ole Miss uh, won that game. It was kind of ugly. We were both there for uh, for that one. And then uh, so it's Tulane's first home game against a ranked team that's non that's Power Five. Sorry, that's non Group of Five since 2007. That was against LSU. So just want some primers for again how big this game is. Kind of down there, it is. Absolutely sold out. The Ole Miss Tulane ticket is a more expensive, harder ticket than Saints Titans the next day at this point. Um, and I'm aware because I looked at both. Um, I've heard people say, you know, Tulane should move this game to the dome and they didn't yeah. get people. I'm like, no, no, no. No, Tulane's goal is to have home field advantage. And by playing it where they're playing it, it gives them a chance at home field advantage. If you put it in the dome, they have no shot. You, you wave that right. Yeah, and so no, they they built the stadium to have games like this. That's that was the point. Yeah, playing in the dome is at best a neutral site game for Tulane. At best, <laughs> yeah. I just it, I just crack up at it. Like, well, they'd make more money. I'm like, well, yeah, but they're trying to sell season tickets, and you need tickets to be in demand. And there you go. It's in demand. I mean, there are probably Ole Miss people that bought Tulane season tickets to get yeah this ticket. So yeah, because the tickets are incredibly cheap. Because I think Tulane, I don't remember exactly where it was, but I saw some pictures last week. They took out the Ole Miss season ticket because that was an easy one to sell out in that way for packages. But anything that didn't sell out from an Ole Miss game ticket, they were selling the rest of them like at Costco. You literally can like grab the boxes of season tickets at like Costco oh. or Kroger or somewhere um, and, and get them that way. Yeah, I, I saw that for, for Tulane, I don't know, somewhere in the last the last few days. Um, updates on Tulane, I guess in this first segment, we'll run through this real quick because I'll forget probably otherwise, uh, story again, story up at overgrove.com, Michael Pratt, the quarterback had a hell of a day against South Alabama and the 37, 17 win over the Jags, 14 of 15, um, four touchdowns. The one incompletion was a drop. He was also four for four on passes that traveled more than 20 yards. He was really, really good. He also was their second leading rusher, went, I think 39 yards on 11 carries, something like that. But he got banged up. About five minutes left in the game, he got rolled up on. Um, he was limping the rest of the time. Even when they were doing kneel downs, he was having a hard time putting his knee all the way to the ground. He uh, said after the game that it was a cramp. It was absolutely not a cramp, but that's fine. He can say whatever he wants to do in the media after the game. Uh, Willie Fritz was asked about it specifically yesterday, and his quote was, he's fine, as he um, moved over into discussing someone else. So that's all that Tulane put out yesterday regarding Pratt's status. Um, he was not available for their media session yesterday, which the uh, Tulane beat writers seem to think was odd. It was something he's normally at. So Pratt was not available for questioning yesterday there for their, uh, their weekly media session. Um, nothing else said about him. The, the big story for Tulane yesterday was that um, Corey Platt, their linebacker, who had a hell of a day. He had 15 tackles in less than three full quarters for Tulane against South Alabama. He uh, he is out. It looks like an Achilles injury. Nobody has said that specifically. Nobody has said that that's 100% what's going on. But he definitely will not play against Ole Miss this weekend. Huge loss for them defensively. Um, that is that is a, a pro-Ole Miss situation there with Platt out, and they are trying to figure out how to replace him. They had a couple transfers who they thought were in line to start. So those guys will be uh, put into extra work immediately here this weekend on Saturday as they, they deal with Ole Miss. 
Fritz, obviously very complimentary of the, uh, of the rebels talked about the game two years ago. And, you know, I credit to both sides. Lane kind of did this and Fritz yesterday on how there's no sample size. There's nothing you can take from that game in 2021. When these two programs played LSU, I mean, LSU Tulane had been in Birmingham for a month. Um, and Fritz was talking, it was actually the most fascinating part of the the press conference yesterday for me when I was watching back over it, was that Fritz was discussing his own mistake because he had the whole team together because they'd been in Birmingham. So in some ways he had no choice, but he could have sent the reserves or other people back early. And he didn't account for the fact that Ole Miss or any SEC team, any team period, any team period, let me specify that, has a very small visitor's locker room because it's only built for traveling rosters. And that when he took the entire team, there wasn't really room. And then they had that big delay in the rain and the weather and everything. Everybody got all cramped up um, inside next to each other. And he mentioned that he he made a mistake there because, frankly, the guys were not in real good condition when they came back out to stretch again. And it was a it was a disadvantage for them just because he had put so many people in a room. Um, now, he could not anticipate that there was going to be a delay like there was. But nonetheless, he thought that that played some – Part of it, and then also was a two-lane team, which is not very good. They went two and ten, and Ole Miss beat them up. They had no chance to stop the Rebels whatsoever. So just uh, that was the other thing that was kind of hit on by Tulane yesterday during that uh, during that press conference. But anyway, Pratt's going to play. I don't think he's 100%. I don't think he's healthy. I think they're being pretty guarded with it, but it will blow me away if Kai Hodges, the backup quarterback for Tulane, is in the game. He does have a career start. He uh, led a comeback one over Houston last year. He's played some, but – he is far from Michael Pratt. So should Pratt's injury keep him out for any period of time or Ole Miss does something to re-injure Pratt on that um in, in the game on Saturday, it's a it's a huge fall off there for Tulane. So it's kind of the, the Tulane update as we get into uh into Wednesday. Lane Kiffin will be on the SEC teleconference, I'm sure dispensing of tons of knowledge today, um, sometime after oh, the noon hour. There will be a lot there. Uh listen, if I'm Ole Miss, I want a healthy Michael Pratt to play. I, I want to figure out who I can trust and who I can't trust in my secondary. I want to figure out whether I need to make adjustments in the passing game, pass defense, whether I need to make adjustments in pass rush. I I don't want to beat up. On, I, I get where people come from with, hey, it's just a game. We got to win it. You're going to win it. Ole Miss is going to beat Tulane. You, you want to be tested. You Again, you've got this exam coming up. You wouldn't mind a bit of a primer where you get a chance to look at your results and go, okay, we really got to study harder for this exam on the 23rd. Or, okay, we're on pace. We're good. I, I can keep studying the way I've been studying. Or, no, I got to crank it up. I, I better go, like Caroline called yesterday. She's got a finance class that's hard. And she's like, I think I need to do, do college better, which is a tutoring service that's up there. And I was like, sign up. Now's the time. Catch it on September the 5th. Don't wait till October the 5th, November the 5th to go, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble in finance. No, no, no. Go ahead now. Get into your extra tutoring. You, She figured out, hey, I've got an exam coming up that I, if I stay on this path, I'm not going to be ready for it. If I'm Ole Miss, I want Michael Pratt on that field. Actually, I want, if I'm a coach on Ole Miss's team, I actually kind of want to see him have some success against me so that I can correct some things. Yeah, there's a whole difference when Michael Pratt looks 100% and he's out there and he goes 23 for 31 for 312 and you win the game, but you go, oh, my God, that wasn't good. What's what's so-and-so going to do? What's so-and-so going to do? Because Tulane's wideouts are not what 
LSU is going to run out there, Alabama is going to run out there, whomever, A&M. Um, and yeah, and then, you know, he hits a couple passes early and he gets into a groove, but then you correct it and he finishes 17 for 32 and, you know, got you picked him off a couple times and you go, hey, we adjusted. We saw some things. We, we got some stuff here. If it's Kai Hodges and you just beat up the backup quarterback, it's almost kind of like Mercer in a way. You didn't learn anything. You didn't get nothing. You had a guy that was not capable of playing in the SEC out there running the offense, and you stopped him. Congratulations. But we another incomplete as you move forward. Now, Ole Miss needs a grade on Saturday. I mean, you know, we talk about that a lot. Yeah. They, they absolutely need a grade. They, they, they need the opponent to play well enough to give them a grade. Now, I think Lane yes. expects them to. I mean, that's what he said on Monday. It's not an evaluation game. It's find a way to just, you know, play the game. Figure out what's out there. I mean, they, look, because they, they were also – it's I'm, – I'm, I'm having one sentence here because I'm not talking about Mercer days later. It's why even offensively, if there was something that didn't work or Judkins didn't get loose, they weren't putting the entire kitchen sink out there against Mercer. There's going to be more bells and whistles and eye candy and all that stuff as they move forward. They were not showing all of their hands against the Bears when they were up 38-7 or whatever it was on uh, on Saturday. So just – it's kind of where it's at. We'll uh, we'll see. Uh, a little more football. Yeah, we we yeah. can lead that into my 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 thought for the day in a minute. We, we, I know we got some bills to pay, but that sort of leads into something I, that it's it's on my. I've watched <laughs> I watched some reaction to something yesterday, and it fascinated mm-hmm. me. I I'm not I'm not not here to provide therapy, but I I am sort of here to be maybe the voice of some common sense for a minute. I'll let you uh, set it up after the break. First, are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorable punch with 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team with your tailgating you're in the stadium, parking lot, watching at a bar, hosting friends at home. Twisted Tea is there to elevate your experiences, perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and that celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Do you hate losing games? Do you hate losing players? Do you hate paying for your insurance? If you said yes to those questions, Davey Ferris can help. He could partner with the Grove Collective donating 20% of all commissions, 10% of all renewals on both personal and commercial insurance policies. He can serve his customers in all 50 states. He's dedicated to making sure Ole Miss Athletics succeeds in this era of college sports. So contact Davey at 214-715-7247 or via email at dferris at hillcoinsurance.com. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. Stress out about the Rebels, not your money. It's rebelsretire.com. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. 
All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville, as well as Memphis, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Don't forget to grab your uh, Ole Miss gear on your way uh, to New Orleans or coming up next week for the uh, Georgia Tech game in Oxford. College Corner has two locations in the Jackson area. Now there's a location in Oxford. It's open off of a Sisk Avenue in the Oxford Commons, more than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear, plenty of parking available. Their staff's going to have you in and out, ready for the Grove in no time. It's uh, collegecornerstore.com. And we're brought to you by Game Changer Patches. If you're headed to New Orleans this weekend, you ought to grab some. It's the only two-patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game ready for your next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. We've been telling you about Holiday Lights by Heavenly Sunshine. We know Christmas lights are beautiful. They can be a lot of work. Let them take care of the hassle and do the work for you with their full-service installation plan. They install, take down, and store the lights. They use commercial-grade LEDs that are 100% customizable for your home or business. They take care of the lights. Why don't you take care of the gifts? Book in the month of September. You can use the code MPW10 for 10% off. You also get a 30-inch lighted deluxe holiday wreath there from Heavenly Sunshine. Again, book in September, MPW10, and you get the holiday wreath, the 30 inches there for that deluxe lighted, all that good stuff with Heavenly Sunshine. They've been serving the Mid-South and Oxford for four decades. Full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. HeavenlySunshine.com, 662-342-1203 to book your estimate. And G&M Pharmacy, it's on South Lamar. Speaking of those game day patches, they are or game changer patches, they are available there. You can stop in, you can pick those up, you can talk to them about transfer your uh, medication as well. One phone call, they take care of the rest. Do that with G&M or Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. They offer MedSync to fill your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. So again, that's 662-236-2222. So what'd you, what'd you learn yesterday? All right. So this has been, I've been watching with interest a couple of things and look, everyone does it. We don't, you and me don't. We've, we've made a conscious effort over the years to not do the, um, wide sweeping overreaction to week one, whatever week one brings. Okay. Other people can't help themselves. And frankly, it's it's podcast fodder. It's TV fodder. It's Hey, overreaction Monday. Here we go. Right. It's coming in the NFL. All the NFL people will do it Monday. They will intentionally overreact to week one in the NFL. On Friday, the chiefs or the lions are going to, not be good or be great. One or the other will be something. Yeah. Yeah. One's one's winning the Super Bowl and one's firing the coach. One, I mean, if, if the Chiefs lose, the question will be, is this the beginning of the end for Andy Reid? Right. What? 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 If the Lions lose to the Chiefs, who won the Super Bowl, the Lions Dan lose. Campbell, at, no longer the guy. Yeah. At Arrowhead. You know, the Lions are not for real. Last year, the Bengals lost their first two games. Bengals need to rebuild, not headed to playoffs. They went to the AFC title game. Here's my point. 
And what led me to it was this. We taped McCready and Siski yesterday, and Tyler had a hot take. He's entitled to a hot take. Frankly, hot takes are good for that show. Tyler says he's not media, yet he's mastered some of the arts of media. Sometimes just have a hot take. And he might really believe it. Said, quote, Ole Miss's defense is terrible, end quote. And I watched the visceral reaction to it, almost with kind of amusement. Because here's what we here's the thing. Got a lot of thoughts on this. One, he might be right. He might be right. They might be terrible. He might be wrong. They might not be terrible. After one game against Mercer, I don't know. I don't think you know. I'm not sure they know. They played Mercer. I watched all the LSU hot takes. I've had all the people coming at me. I bet you feel stupid. I'm like, well, I mean, I am kind of stupid when it comes to football. So yeah, sure, I, I feel stupid. But it's it's possible that LSU just played the best team they'll play on their schedule. I don't know. Here's what I do know: if LSU had played Mercer on Saturday in Baton Rouge at 11 a.m. or 1 p.m., LSU would have beaten the living hell out of Mercer. Okay, I know that. South Carolina, had they played Mercer at 1 p.m. in Columbia, would have beaten Mercer. Probably badly. Florida, had they played Mercer at 1 p.m. on Saturday in Gainesville, they would have beaten Mercer. Would it have been 73-7? to I don't know. But they would have beaten them. With me so far? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Had Ole Miss played... Utah, last Thursday night in Salt Lake City, would Ole Miss have won? Have won the game? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. If Ole Miss had played North Carolina in Charlotte on Saturday night, would Ole Miss have won the game against Drake May? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly just don't know why. Because I don't. I don't have enough evidence yet to go to to make a judgment. Maybe. I'm not willing to go, oh, no, Ole Miss could not beat North Carolina. I'm also not willing to go, oh, yeah, for sure, they'd, they'd beat North Carolina. Absolutely. If Ole Miss on Sunday night had played Florida State in Orlando, would Ole Miss have won the game? Chase, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe. I, I'm not willing to stake my life on it. I mean, maybe, maybe not. I, I, don't, I don't know how good is Florida State. Again, it's conceivable that Florida State's the best team that LSU's going to play all year. We might look up at the end of the year, and LSU's 11-1, and one, and they look at the Florida State loss, and they go, yeah, we're, going, we're hoping to get another shot at them. I mean, I, I don't know. Or LSU might lose four games. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated by this. Yes, we must. You've referenced this kind of thing before, and you're right. We, we, we wait for months and months and months for football to get here. Then football gets here. Everybody plays one game and we're like, okay, here's the verdict. Why? You just answered your own question. That's why. You've been waiting on it. Now I need to go all out. I, I got football. Now I got to talk about football. Well, don't want to talk about football. Hey, my God, this is true. This is whatever. I, I've decided I am excited. It's 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 enthusiasm. It's excitement. It's it's elation. It's 
It, I mean, it, I get it's it. all those things. It's, I, I get it. It's like, but, but if I if I'm an Ole Miss fan and I watch the Mercer game and I say, ask myself honestly, reflectively, what did I learn from that? I mean, n- nothing really. The one thing I took from that game, and Lane has referenced this a couple of times, they played hard the whole game. Kind of kept playing. More they put people in, everybody performed. It's a great sign. From a culture standpoint, from a buy-in standpoint, from a competition inside the building standpoint, those are all really positive things. I took that from it. Now, the level of competition that they played was pretty weak. Everybody knows that. Mercer wasn't good. They weren't big. They weren't fast. They're well coached, but they can't compete. Mercer wouldn't beat a single SEC team. Mercer wouldn't beat a single Sunbelt team. So we don't know anything yet. Now, we'll start to learn a little bit more this week. We might learn a little bit next week. But we're not going to really learn a lot until September the 23rd. Because they're going to go into that place, Bryant-Denny, and they're going to do the elephant sound, and you're going to hear, Brian, Brian, we know we all, we all win a class, we win a class. And, and then they're going to play that thing, and Nick Saban is going to run out on the field. And they're going to play that song, and that place can get kind of intimidating. And you find out what you have and what you haven't at that point. You will find out so much at that moment. And at that point, you might be able to go back to the Tyler Siskis of the world and go, you were wrong. Or you might have to go, well, you know, maybe you were on to something. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I kind of appreciated the hot take because the hot take creates conversation. It's like being a columnist. You just, when you're a columnist, you... You don't want to write, hey, this Saturday is going to be an interesting contest. Let's find out. No, you want to have a take. You want to have a thought. I mean, I've seen lots of people do that. And it's like, you know, hey, Auburn played well Saturday. But then again, Auburn didn't. I mean, no, don't tell me something. But um, that's it's kind of my thing is like, just, hey, everybody slow your roll. He, he might be right. He might be wrong. I'm I'm not one of the people, I'll admit it, I think you're in the same boat with me. I can't honestly tell you that it, whatever it was, 40-something to 7, that I was still dialed in. Of course. I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I had Colorado uh, TCU on my, TV, on my computer, and that was pretty interesting. And you're watching the end of that, and then you're trying to figure out what you're going to write. And, and I'm not really watching all that closely at that point you're just like let's go let's get this over with let's move on we'll see we're going to start to but the point is is that they're going to play Alabama and they're going to play LSU and Alabama's going to play Texas this week and there's games that are coming we're 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 going to get the verdicts sometimes I think and for the people who it's just exciting and this is what they do awesome keep going but sometimes I think people get so genuinely worked up and angry about it it's like hey man here's the deal they're going to play those games and they're going to keep score and they're going to keep yards. You're going to know the whole arguing over it. You're going to find out it's coming. It's not like, it's not like something that's sort of out there that you have to, it's not a philosophy class here. No, they're, they're going to, they're going to play. Especially when it's backed up with something, you know what I mean? Notable. Like, okay, well, this is why here's what I see. Here's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, he has some observations. I'm not saying he's right. I'm not saying he's wrong. I don't know. 
I'm not arguing with him. He, he, he watches a lot more football than I, I ever will watch. He's seen more football, been to more football, involved in more football. I, I'm not going to dis, discount his opinion. It's there. I'm, I, my opinion is just too early to make those judgments. But again, I'm not paid to evaluate football teams. I'm paid to write about them, not to evaluate them. And there's a difference. I mean, I go to practice and I pay attention, but in the back of my mind always in practices when I'm watching them is, hey, the other team's practicing too, and they're going to start the game and they're going to keep score. Well, you know, it's it, it's, a, it's a version of, and you, you had no idea this is where this was headed, but anyway, I'll, I'm going to give credit here because I agreed with this point. Somebody sent me, I'm not doing the Houston Nut thing, literally somebody did send me this. Um, I did not see it, even though I will go over there to make sure we're not missing something from time to time. Uh, there's a story on three. Um, give Chuck credit here, actually. Chuck wrote it. I got sent the screenshot, and I agreed with this. He pointed out on Saturday or Sunday, in the same vein of kind of what Tyler's saying, that it's created this stir on the board, and it's something I had not necessarily thought about this directly, even though we've talked about position groups in the same way, maybe not the overall team. And his point was, one of the reasons why it's been a question mark through Mercer and whatever, and he's saying, hey, you don't know till Alabama gets here and you know Tulane in a little bit, is that Ole Miss seems to have a lot of depth and they seem to have 22 guys that play, and they've got these rotations more than Lane's had. And what Chuck said was, do they have enough star power to win the league? Is, is yeah. having 22 that are very similar a good thing or a bad thing? Does it mean that, that, that they just have more depth across the board and they're a better overall team? Or do you look up and go, hey, they don't have enough guys that are that much better than the reserve because it's the stars that win football games in the Southeastern Conference? And I thought, you know, absolutely, 100%. It's a, it's a great point. It's a great point. Credit to him. I look, it, it was a good thing and a bad thing, I think, that at the end of that game, everyone was like, man, you know who really stood out for Ole Miss defensively? Perkins, mm -hmm. the freshman. And I was like, yeah, it's almost, and I don't mean this sarcastically. No. I but it's almost like, yeah, it's almost like five stars, high four stars, five star players typically work out. Yeah. There's a reason that everyone's recruiting them. Yeah. There's a reason that Pete Golding, when he was the defensive coordinator at Alabama, where they can go get anyone they want, obsessed over that one. There's a reason that Alabama fought and clawed for him not to commit to Ole Miss. There was a reason for that. It wasn't for it is it's a simple reason. He's really good at football. That's why. And so when you don't have but one of those guys, it's a fair question. Do you have the star power to win the big games in this league, the elite games in this league? When you are so it, – it, it's a reason that I've paid attention in the recruiting part of this to a sudden shift in recruiting. They're really going after more high school guys. Why do people get so excited about Camarion Franklin? Noreal White, those guys, those are four high four, in Franklin's case, a five-star player that everybody else recruited. Jimbo Fisher wants Camarion Franklin. Not because he wants to beat Lane Kiffin. That ain't it. He wants Camarion Franklin because he can play at the SEC level probably quickly at an elite level. And that's, do you have enough of those guys? That's the question. And 
I don't know that we know the answer to that. The one thing about the portal that always resonates in the back of my mind with most portal guys, there are exceptions. Like Trey Harris is an exception. Okay. Trey Harris, they they wanted him to stay at Louisiana Tech. They they kind of fought to try to get him to stay. He wanted to step up to a level. He thought, hey, I've proven myself at Conference USA level, and he had. I want to move up to the higher level. I want to play at the SEC level. He talked to me about Louisiana Tech played a game at Mississippi State. It was a season opener. If you remember, it was the game where Louisiana Tech blew a big lead. Remember that game? Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, and and he talked about the atmosphere at, at Scott Field. And he said it was awesome. And when you play in at Tech, as someone who grew up going to Tech games, I can tell you that the first time I went to an SEC game, it was LSU, Alabama, and Baton Rouge. I was like, oh my God, this is totally different. This is totally different than a Tech game. And so he went to the game at Mississippi State. He's playing in it. He's like, if this is what it's like when they play us, what must it be like when they play Alabama, Auburn, Ole Miss? It's fair. He wanted a taste of that. But there are other guys that get in the portal because the school that they were at, it didn't work out. That school really didn't care that they left. Not naming Mm -hmm. names, but there's a bunch of those. And so sometimes those work out, and sometimes those guys don't work out. And sometimes the jump from the group of five level to the SEC level is bigger than they can handle, certainly in a year. Because if you don't think there's a jump, you're not watching. It's a big jump. Yeah, they're a and freshman so, again in a way. Sometimes I go, whoa, I got to I gotta figure this out. Yeah, and and the, the culture's more demanding. The 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 demand on their time is is higher. Just it's different. It's more it it's the expectations are higher. The, the 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 coaches are making more money, which means they push even harder because they want to keep making that money. Nobody wants to get fired. No. And so I mean that's it's you know it's kind of nobody wants to get canned. So everybody's working hard, and if you're making seven, eight, nine million dollars a year, you're you're going to push. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to keep making that money. So it, it's different. And we just don't know yet. There's a lot of transfer guys on Ole Miss's defense that we don't know. The jury's out. And it might, they might end up being great players. They might not. But just because they're there doesn't mean they're going to be a great player. So kudos on him for writing that. I mean, I, the one question I've got about Ole Miss's defense is kind of that. Is there an impact player up front? They've got some good players. Cedric Johnson, J.J. Pegues, um, maybe Xavier Harris. Yeah. Maybe he's developing into an impact player. But they've also got some guys that I look at, and I'm not naming names. Uh, Jared Ivey could be an impact player. But they've got some guys that I'm like, I don't think that guy is ever going to be an impact player. Is he a depth piece? Sure. Is he an impact guy? Is he a guy that's going to go make the play against Texas A&M that wins a game? I don't think so. Yeah. One, it's why Perkins is so important. We keep talking about him at linebacker is that you've got 
Tennyson, who's moved positions and he's kind of small. Sistruck's been around, but he's he's a depth piece. He's a quality player in the SEC, yeah. but he's not an impact player. And then, you know, John Baptiste, I got to say that he can move in the SEC from a speed standpoint. It's a big guy. It's physical. But can he run? And, and, he, and he didn't move particularly well on Saturday. Yeah, if you watched it, honestly, he didn't move that well. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. That's not the position he played at UCF. So they need Perkins to move and to play and to figure it out and let the five-star run around and be a five-star. Yeah, and in the back, you know, they're they're they've they've got some guys, but do they have do they have the lot down corner? They've got some corners. Do yeah. they have a lot down corner? They've got some guys at safety, but do they have the guy that becomes the all SEC ball hawk? I don't know. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's the thing. They're getting stuff on film, and Alabama's going to scout them. LSU's going to scout them. Arkansas's going to scout them. And we, we're we going to see those teams in the next well, month and a day. Arkansas, well, because... comes to, Arkansas comes to Ole Miss on October the 7th. Today's September the 6th. Do the math. 32 days. In the next 32 days, we're going to see Ole Miss play Alabama, LSU, and Arkansas. You'll know a lot by then. There will be a lot of data that we can analyze and go, okay, well, here's here's who they are. Here's who they aren't. Well, I mean, yeah, last thing here on this topic. I mean, I'm looking at it here, finding it. Yeah. There's a lot of talk going into the season about, hey, what team is the most deep in the, you know, the modern era of the last 10 years? you got to question your mailbag. Is this deeper than 14, 15, 8, all that kind of stuff? And, again, deep is different because, you know, that 2014 team, they led the nation in points per per, points allowed per game defensively. They were the number one defense in the country from a scoring defense standpoint. Linebackers were pretty average. That was Joel Kite and Sidarius Bryant and guys that were fine, but they were not impact players. But I'll tell you what they had all around them. They had an elite pass rusher in Marquis Saints, elite. Yes. Could yes. get after the quarterback. He was a freshman All-American. And then they had a ball hawk safety in Cody Pruitt that would light you up 
and they had a yep. lockdown corner in Sinquez Golson. Yep. So they had elite All-Americans at every other level to compensate for linebackers being average. So where does that come from? Where where do you have the elite that compensates for the other part is what we're talking about here with this Ole Miss defense. Yeah, you had to you had to account for Haynes. Yeah. So if you're an opposing coordinator, where's Haynes? If you're an opposing coordinator, okay. How do I how do I work around the fact that they've got a corner who can take a receiver out of the game? Mm-hmm. And then where's Pruitt? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lot for a quarterback. That's a lot of stuff you got to be watching yeah. for right there. Because you could beat Cody over the top. Yeah. But he could really hurt you underneath. And so you had to be very cognizant of that. And if you're going to try to go over the top, that means you're taking a deeper drop. And now you got to make sure that you negate Haynes. Mm-hmm. And so you take a chance then that, hey, you take the seven-step drop and your tackle gets beat by Haynes and your quarterback gets crushed. There's yeah. a turnover. You right, you, you make mistakes. There was there was a lot to account for. So right now, if you're the offensive coordinator at Alabama, when he turns the page to Ole Miss in a couple of weeks, who does he look at defensively and go, okay, we must be aware of this guy? We, Alabama, we've got players here. Who's the guy we must be aware of? I don't know. And I don't know the answer to that. But at the end of that game, when we have this conversation that night or the Monday or Sunday or whenever the hell we do it, hey, who was the guy that Alabama keyed on? Mm-hmm. Who was the guy that was obvious they were focused on? If you're a great defense, there's somebody on that defense that you're accounting for. 100%. Yeah. I mean, if you're the Lions getting ready for tomorrow, you don't have to worry about Chris Jones. It's, not, it's a hell of a good deal. Yeah. You're preparing for the Niners and Bosa's not out there? Oh, well, that's a gift. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, if you're playing the Steelers, you're damn well keyed on what? Yeah. Because if you're not, he's going to disrupt the hell out of everything you do. Everything you do, he's going he's going to disrupt the hell out of everything you do. And yeah. every everything, everything of your like they played the 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 Bengals early last season, and he was so disruptive. It's a game that the Steelers, I think, won in overtime. That he was so disruptive. And if you had taken Watt off the field, the Bengals win that game by two scores. Easy. Easy. But he was so disruptive that he took them out of the game. They were so worried about protecting Burrow and hey, we've got to really do some different things that took them out of their passing game, took the deep stuff away. That's that's the part. So kudos to Chuck. He's right. That is the question. It's not the question you ask about Ole Miss's offense. No. Where's the star power? Judkins? Mm-hmm. Judkins is a star. You have to account for Quinshawn Judkins. You have to know where he is at all times. Posing defensive coordinator. Tulane's defensive coordinator is seeing Quinshawn in his sleep this week. Yeah. Four. You have to know where four is. We have to know where where, where, where is he at all times. That's that's a weapon. Yeah. And then no, I mean it's they've got receivers, Ole Miss does, that if you know, you you have to now you've watched Harris and, and you've watched Watkins. You've you've seen these guys that have that have contributed at a pretty high level at the SEC level for in Watkins' case a year. Uh you've you've got you gotta think about Harris. You've got a Dart's a runner, he's a proven runner. There's there's stuff to, that you have to prepare for, that you have to account for when you're preparing for Ole Miss. Defensively, when you're preparing to face this Ole Miss team. Look, there's a reason they went in and brought 20-something transfers in on that side of the ball. 
It wasn't for kicks and giggles. It's because he walked in and didn't like what he saw. Yeah, you could read into Fritz yesterday that they, they've they been so keyed on Judkins and he is the focus that now he's freaking out a little bit about Dart running the ball because they're keying on Judkins as much as they are. That was kind of what he gave away yesterday was, hey, hold on, Dart's running is actually what's bugging me right now because if we get over here and get all lopsided on Judkins, he's going to take off and we're screwed. So that was kind of yes. where Fritz went yesterday with what he was talking about. I mean, no, it's a great point. I saw I was watching something with Tom Brady yesterday. And he was discussing that back in the day, he obviously knew the the lineups and the rosters and the starting units for every team. But when they played Baltimore on his wristband, he would write fine 20. And when he looked down at his hands to get the snap, he was reminded every time, Hey, Ed Reed's over there somewhere. Find that dude. And obviously he knew that, but it was just, I need that extra reminder. Hey, if I don't know where Ed Reed is, we got a problem right here. So fine 20. There's a clip that that you can find. It's absolutely fascinating. It's of Belichick and Brady in a meeting. And they're looking at a previous game. They're getting ready to play Baltimore. And they're looking at a previous game where Reed had baited Brady into an interception. And just for a minute, the two of them stopped preparing and just admired. Like, wow. Did you see? Like Brady was like, I really didn't make a mistake right there. I kind of did look him off. But he tricked me. And Belichick was kind of like, yeah, I'd I'd love to yell at you about this, but God, he's amazing, isn't he? I mean, it's kind of like that. And yeah, so you do have to know where those, like Florida State clearly had a plan for Harold Perkins the other night. Yeah. And LSU's got to figure that out. Is it, if did Florida State do something or are we being idiots by putting Harold Perkins in the middle of the field and negating when he does well? Yeah, because now you know that every team that's getting ready to Mississippi State getting ready to play LSU next week, they're looking at that film and going, okay, what did they do? Because could we do that? Is it possible mm-hmm. that we can sort of replicate that, that we could negate him? And then does LSU look at it? And I mean, Brian Kelly got the, the question. A reporter said, you know, why was he different than last year? And 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 the you know Kelly said, well, last year we we said, hey, see ball, get ball, and this year whatever. And the question was, why not just let him see ball, get ball again? Yeah, exactly. So you know, I mean, again, it's kind of my, my whole point. You know, is it, and it's it's possible that there's not another team on LSU schedule that has the weapons to do to Perkins what Florida State did. Right. You know, maybe there are seven teams. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you, delivered in pouches. Put them in the freezer. Fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp. Let them take care of dinner tonight. Again, kids are busy, activities, stuff all over the place. You don't have time to cook big meals. Prime Shrimp makes it easy. It's great for lunches, great for snacks, get a lot of protein all at once, and then a great staple for dinner as well. Use code RG. Use code RG with PrimeShrimp.com, and you get 25% off. You can stock help on your favorites. You can try some different flavors. Again, New Orleans Style Barbecue, the signature, a couple of my favorites. So do that with Prime Shrimp. Again, 25% off, code RG with PrimeShrimp.com. Uh, you have got about three days to take advantage of the Dead Soxy score sale. Uh, Ole Miss obviously defeated um, – Mercer by 67 points, which means that it maxed out at 40%. You get 40% off the best socks you'll ever put on your feet over the next three days just by going to deadsoxy.com, promo code Rebel Grove. That deal is good until 2.30. 
on Saturday when Ole Miss and Tulane kick off in New Orleans. Again, promo code Rebel Grove. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. They're based in Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in multiple states, advisors in multiple states. Uh, they provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals, businesses, and much, much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Brought by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Maybe you're thinking about a holiday trip. Maybe you're uh, planning some sort of a uh, fall trip to the beach. Uh, maybe you are thinking about next summer. Whatever the case may be, get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him uh, a budget. That's important. Give him a budget and then uh, sit back. He'll come back up with options that you're not going to find on your own. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. We're also brought to you by OPA. If you're thinking about already your uh, maybe your company Christmas party, a company dinner, a festive party event, OPA is a great choice. It's Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. It's the perfect place for those events. They can accommodate up to 200 guests, fabulous food, great craft libations as well at OPA. 601-421-7147. Ask for Jeannie. We're also brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, get in touch with service specialists. It's always free for the candidate. They can help you from entry level to advanced professional levels and uh, everything in between. Get in touch with Will, Sydney, or Kelsey at 662-832-5138 or check out their website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take your first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive or wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludeke can help. He's a longtime uh, Rivals board member, a diehard college football fan, franchise veteran who owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You have nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy anytime at Andy at myperfectfranchise.net or on his phone, 404-973-9901. I guess that's brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, service people across rural communities, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers your Clark Ford studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159, phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So again, call the office for details. That's 662-238-3159. I mentioned the uh, AP Top 25 coming out at the opening of the show. Ole Miss uh, sitting at number 20. Again, the Green Wave sitting at number 24. The Rebels' highest uh, ranking for the week comes in at number 13. That is uh, Stephen Hargis, I think is his name. Chattanooga's uh, the, the uh writer for the Chattanooga Times Press or Free Press or whatever it is up there now. Um, he has the Rebels at 13. I have it here. They have uh, a couple votes at 14. That coming in from one uh, Craig Stevenson. That's Alabama Media Group. And I'm not sure where the other guy is from that has them there. And then, uh, yeah, 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 100%. 
And then uh, three people do not have Ole Miss ranked at all. Um, writers from San Jose, Dayton, and Detroit. So, um, bastards. I'm I'm so tired <laughs> of San Jose. You know, I will say two of them. We do this every week during football season. Two of them do it every year. They, they do appear to, and I think it's probably an SEC thing. Um, with a couple of them, I don't think it's Ole Miss specific by any stretch of the imagination. But um, yeah, I, I notice a couple of these names on the list when we do highest and lowest. Every uh, every single time, one of them definitely is is always there. Um, the Clarion Ledger beat writer for Mississippi State is the Mississippi voter this year, and he has the Rebels at twenty two in the uh, top twenty five. He actually has Tulane at fifteen. Oh, um, has the Wave at fifteen, the Rebels at twenty two, and has the Bulldogs at twenty five. Oh, so, mm-hmm. drop Clemson out of his ballot. That is the one ranked team he does not have in his ballot. I don't know how you can keep Clemson on your ballot after Saturday, after Sunday, Monday night. I, I don't. Yeah, know. I'm, I'm completely good with them falling off. Hundred percent. I'm. I'm okay. I had some people go. How's LSU still ranked? Well, LSU's ranked because a lot of people are looking at LSU and going, "I still think they're good." Florida State's just elite. Like I think you could justify a vote for Florida State at number one after week one. They certainly they're- had. They had the biggest accomplishment in week one. Sure. I don't hate that. Re- I mean, I get why you don't, but I don't hate that reasoning of completely basing everything based off what happened on the field. I don't, I'm not against that. No, I have no problem with that at all. And so, you know, like, if you have Ole Miss at 15, cool. If you have Ole Miss at 22, cool. If you, I mean, look again, I mean, what has Ole Miss done so far? They, they, they had, they were given a test. Not that's who they were given. They passed the hell out of it. Pretty easy test and moved on. And move on. I mean, again, the fact that we were at a press conference yesterday and people were still asking about Mercer, I was like, well, but why? The the uh, writer from Syracuse, New York, still has Clemson at 14. 14. Yeah. I, I, 14. So, so here's the question. So where does he have Duke? 24. That makes that senseless. 24. I mean, if you're going to put Clemson at 14, Duke has to be like at four. And I'd Tulane be fine at 23, too. Wisconsin at 22. I'm seeing what their extreme picks are. Um, still have TCU at 21. Um, still have Utah at 17, Clemson at 14. I'm wondering if she just didn't turn a ballot in, but do they run the previous ballot if that's the case? No, uh, they'll they'll contact you and say, hey, where's your ballot? Don't We don't have your ballot. No, they'll they'll, okay. they'll they'll find you. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah, this is this is a weird one. This is the by far the weirdest of the of the bunch. There actually are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight voters that have Clemson still in the teens. Now they're not ranked by a ton. I mean, one, four, eight, twelve, six, and I mean. 40 ballots or so. I'm just glad they don't give votes to people like you and me. We would never be able to be responsible or something like that. I mean, it's... I, I will say it has less I status than ever before. Yeah, I always took mine really seriously. Well, yeah, you always put AP poll voter in your Twitter bio and there wasn't Twitter back in the day. I mean, you know, made it very clear of your standing inside the uh, the AP Top 25 community when you uh, when you had a vote, so... 100%. Yeah. 
Let me get that. Uh, let's see. What do we have here left on the uh, on the board? Did you um? I I did not watch much of this. Have you been following the the, the U.S. Open at all, tennis? Uh, I actually watched. Uh, you watched Ben Shelton last night. I I meant to watch that last night and I did not. Who won? So Shelton wins. He moves to the semis to face Novak. Um, yeah. American. His dad is a tennis coach at Florida. He is from the University of Florida. Turned pro. And now is the first American. Um, he was the youngest American to reach at least the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open since Andy Roddick was also 20 years old in, in 2002. Now, of note, Roddick won the entire tournament the next year in 2003. But he has passed him now as being the youngest to reach the semifinals since whatever before that. You're probably going back to Agassi or something, if I'm guessing. But I don't know the answer to that. Um, here's what's crazy about Shelton is... We're dying for American tennis. I mean, for anything, because I mean, the sport has fallen off in this country because Americans are not winning. I mean, this is not a complicated thing. We would be more engaged with it if Americans were highly ranked and in Wimbledon and in the U.S. Open and doing all these different things. I mean, it's common sure. logic there on that. Sure. Um, and we keep going, hey, what about, what about, what about? And nothing has come um, whatsoever. I'm hopeful here. To an extent, I mean, he just hits the hell out of it. He's got 140 mile an hour serves. He is very good with the crowd and the media. He's kind of vibrant. There are a lot of things to like about this Ben Shelton cat. Okay. But what we see so much in tennis, and this is why I'm sort of just, I'm, I'm enjoying it for what it is, but not putting too much on this, is that we see these runs that then never turn into anything else. You know, they get hot for the week or the two weeks or whatever, but there's a lot of examples of that where it's that and then not moving forward into something into a higher level where they're suddenly going to be ranked in the top five in the world or anything like that. Because here's the here's the cold water stat. Ben Shelton's record this year as a tennis player is eight and twenty. Really? He's eight and twenty. Ooh. It's not so the want getting ready to go up against the Joker. That's my point. So I like it's look, it's cool. Everybody enjoy it. I think it's whatever, but I'm enjoying it for the moment as much as I'm enjoying it for anything be, be beyond that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it says it here reading from the athletic Shelton clearly enjoys the stage. He played to the crowd all night is making this run despite being just eight and 20 this year. Just look at his quote answering the call celebration. He kind of does a phone thing. So. Yeah. When is that semifinal with Novak? Friday. I guess it would be tomorrow. Would it? Wouldn't it? Let's see if I can find that real quick. This um, is a really, this is a really good weekend of sports. Um, you got the college football, obviously. You got the NFL getting started. U.S. Open finals. The not too many people are going to care about what I'm about to say, but Sunday morning, there's a real chance that it's a really fun basketball game, the FIBA Championship. Which is who? Well, it's. Probably going to be the U.S. either against Canada or Slovenia, who are playing right now on this TV behind me. Both really good teams. So it's it, it's either Luca or it's like Shea Gildas Alexander, Dylan Brooks, Lou Dort, Kelly Olynyk, those guys. Okay. So I mean, a really good weekend. Then you have English Premier League. I mean, if you like sports, this is a good weekend. I don't. I'm sure there's some golf somewhere too. I mean, there's a lot. If you like sports, you have options. I'm trying to see on oh, Friday. Yeah, uh, Shelton will face Novak Djokovic on Friday for a berth in the final. 
Djokovic, okay, so I will, 36 I will watch Serbia, that. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I will watch that. That'll be that evening? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm interested. Novak, to me, is this really interesting guy. I used to cheer against him, and now I cheer for him for a couple of reasons. But one of the reasons is that he's just super likable. He is incredibly likable. Like I said, he, he, I mean, we've talked about this a ton. He is one of the biggest, like, turns in professional sports from being someone in early in his career that was just not in shape, would cramp all the time, was kind of unlikable in the way that he was fiery, but not in a way you respected in a lot of ways. And he has had a complete transformation. There's no doubt. Yeah, he he understands that everybody's trying to beat him and that if anybody gets going, the crowd's going to sort of go to the underdog a little bit. And that doesn't bother him. He understands, I think he understands his place in the sport. And then when he wins, there's this appreciation of his greatness in the crowd. And I think he respects that. There's like he played, uh, oh, what was his name yesterday? Ninth ranked player in the world, uh, an American. Yes. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yesterday he beat, um, 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 uh, crap. Uh, Taylor Fritz. Fritz, Fritz, Fritz. You'd think I'd remember that this week of all weeks. Yeah. Played Fritz and Fritz played well. He did. He played well. He just, he, he, it's a mountain you can't get over. You go up the mountain and you climb it and you climb it and you climb it. And the higher you get, the harder it gets. And then you fall. And it's the damnedest thing. I mean, he, he played well. And I, I was watching and I caught myself kind of like, come on, kid, you know, you can do it. And then, you realize he can't because Djokovic is he's greatness. Well, look, the one person that's given him trouble and has continues to give him trouble is Alcaraz that beats him at Wimbledon and is, I mean, he's still alive too. He's got his his uh, quarterfinal match at 715 tonight. Um that's what we're pointing toward again is Djokovic Alcaraz and see if the torch has been passed. But if it has, I mean, you're not questioning Djokovic. He's 36 years old. Oh no. I it mean is what it is. Every chance you get to watch him on the big stage now, you should watch because eventually the era will end. And when it doesn't, we look back on it, you're going to say, whoa. And then he had, frankly, a handful of of titles stripped from him that his, his numbers would be even higher. He would have at least two more, probably. Yeah. At least two. And yeah. And, a lot of people hand raised who really respect this conviction. Mm-hmm. Really respect it. Not a political statement. Respect. You believe something enough to sacrifice. You, you believe. I, I respect him for it, and he's handled that with a lot of class. And he could really go after some media that 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 cru- crucified him, and he doesn't. Could. Some would argue that he should. But he hasn't, and he just handled it with a lot of grace. I, I, I enjoy watching him play. So yes, when that that came on yesterday, and I saw that he was playing, I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to watch this." Saw a survey on ESPN this morning. Uh, Seventy-three and a half million U.S. adults will bet on the NFL. <laughs> Seventy-three million. 
it's the king for the obvious reasons. It's the whole fantasy football thing. We'll get all the fantasy football jokes. Like my husband's a fantasy football coach, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> but everybody's got a fantasy team and everybody bets on these games and they do great jobs with their uniforms. Their games are systemic. You can, you can, you can bank on the clock. It's just a, it's a really good product. I get I'm in the minority, but I've never been happier not having a fantasy football team. I'm with you. I'm not having to deal with it or worry about it or wonder about it or or, or, or not even – and look, I'm being serious when I say this. Put in the necessary work that does not harm the league because so many people do take it very seriously. Like there is an obligation that if you're going to play, you will play at a high enough standard of at least trying to understand and be competitive to not mess up the rest of the league. I mean, it's a real thing. And it's something that I, I I am I am okay not 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 dealing with anymore. Um, it has helped me enjoy the sport more. I think at the same time, I'm with you. I, I that would be my problem is I would not have the time to really focus on my fantasy team, and then five weeks in, I'd be like, I oh, screw this, and then that's not fair to the rest of the league. No, you're screwing up the rest of the league at that point. Yeah, you're tanking. Like in a pro team, like no, 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 you're you're messing up our competitive balance when you uh when you do that. Don't 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 do that. Yes, the college football season got its got its week. It's uh it's got a place, but the NFL starts back tomorrow. Chiefs Lions uh, again. Uh, Travis Kelsey, by the way, got a bunch of knee inflammation. He is uh very questionable for tomorrow night. Chiefs tied in. Yeah, you got to think they're not going to run the risk on him if he's not ready to go. No, you don't sacrifice that if it's not. Not good. What's the score back there? I'm not sure they it's a I've got a stream. But no score bug? And there's no score on it. I, I think Canada's up by like six or seven points fairly late, but I don't know how much time's left. And I don't know what the score is. And I would have lost money on Canada being competitive in that tournament, just without any knowledge. Well, they've got some really good players, including uh number two, who's an absolute great player, one of the top yeah. five players in the world, and one of the reasons that I, my house is pretty excited about the upcoming NBA season. Gotcha. He's SGA's a star. I mean, he's yeah. he's he's the real deal. And you know they've got uh, Dylan Brooks and Kelly Olynyk and Lou Dort, and they've got NBA players all up and down that all up and down their team. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. It'll be 10, 20, or 40 for uh, the tailgate packages this football season. Remember Georgia Tech here in just a little over a week. They've got their tailgate packages back for you. Order on their website and pick up at Chicory Market. Just specify the game you're ordering for. And if you'd like to pick up on Friday or Saturday, they're also taking a limited amount of grazing tables for football season. If you're having, if you have interest in them setting one up for you as well, you can fill out the inquiry form under our services on their website tons of great options there's large specialty trays the charcuterie the artisanal cheese trays that the cheese made in-house every single day every single week there sandwich trays crudite they got the desserts for the kids and adults alike the cookies brownies tons of stuff there with johnson hill creamery so that's johnsonhillcreamery.com you can order online or you can give them a call at 662-419-9201
Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. They've got two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot offered there at Southern Traditions. It's also a great venue for events, reunions, corporate outings, that kind of thing. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered, home or business. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland Services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today at 662-644-4297. Are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best, and that's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford is next door to the Ole Miss campus. It offers spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort, whether it's a weekend binge watch session or hosting the best game day parties. You'll do it in comfort and style, cheering on the Rebels with your friends. The community is designed to give you the perfect blend of comfort and convenience. So don't break up the gang. Grab your friends, pick out your favorite floor plan, and reserve it today at collegetownoxford.com. That's collegetownoxford. This must be the place. Text their VIP list today to be the first to know when their leasing for fall 2024 is open 662-300-3733. Podcast is brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Season tickets for uh, basketball still available, men's and women's. Women's basketball tickets on sale for just $50 per season ticket. You can get those at olemiss.ticks.com. That's olemisstix.com and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation is, is doing their pledge per win and pledge per touchdown campaigns for football. Go to give to athletics. That's G I V T O athletics.com to sign up today. Uh, so we're t- one of TCU's defenders called his own, uh, his own team, the laughing stock of college football after what they allowed Colorado to do over the weekend. So there was that. So, um, and did Dion, Dion took some shots at Kendall Bryles. Oh, I haven't seen that. Did he? Apparently he did. I've, I've not dived in, but I saw the headlines repeatedly yesterday that Dion, went after the new TCU offensive coordinator. All right, let's see. Quote here. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Is this... Um, Deion Sanders doubles down on Rift with TCU assistant coach. This from Sports Illustrated. Um, Shadir Sanders vaulted his name to the spotlight. Blah, 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 blah. Um... That was no accident, though, according to Shadir's father, Buffalo's coach, Deion Sanders. As it turns out, Deion and Shadir have a bit of history with TCU offensive coordinator Kendall Bryles. On Monday, while appearing on the Pat McAfee show, Sanders doubled down on the riff with Bryles, explaining that Bryles overlooked Shadir during a visit to Florida State years ago. Quote, we went to the camp of a certain school and a certain coordinator we just played against, offensive coordinator. He was at that school, and we went to this school, a camp, and didn't and didn't pay him any attention. I don't think he even spoke to him. He just pushed him off to the side. Bryles has been an offensive coordinator and quarterback coach for a decade, blah, blah, blah. He wanted to beat that guy so bad he just went to work, said of Shadur's motivation to play against Bryles' new team. Interesting. It It is making college football incredibly fun because when he wins, he's not going to shut up and teams are going to revel in beating him. This I mean, look, 
if Matt Rule beats him on Saturday, Matt Rule's <laughs> phone will light up with probably 80 congratulations texts. <laughs> it will be like he just won the Big Ten, won't it? Like they'll be coming. Well, you know, look, here's the thing with Dion, and I, I'm I'm all over the place on my opinion with this. On one hand, Saturday I caught myself cheering for them. It was exciting. It was exciting. It was it was fun. They played a really fun brand of college football. On a weekend that was full of blowouts, frankly, it was an exciting game. It was. If you were my guy sitting at home in Dubuque that we always talk about, that dude, he was like, when 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 she said, "Hey, honey, do you want to come to lunch?" He was like, "Yeah, can we see the end of this first? Just just give me give me ten more minutes. This is this is wild. Come come check this out." It was that game, and then he wins it, and he does two things that really bugged me. One, he's the one that brought up race. Nobody else was writing about that. Nobody else was writing Deion Sanders, comma, black coach, comma, wins big game. No, nobody. He brought race up. He made race an issue. No, in, in, in all seriousness, Deion, the list of people that are threatened by a black man winning in college football, I, I've not heard that. I've not heard one person say, you know, what, what I really... I like Sanders, but I don't want him to win because he's a black guy. I've I've not heard that. Honest to God, I've not seen it written. I've not I've not heard anybody say that. Most people are like, hey, he's he's dynamic, he's charismatic, he's fun, he's bat flip guy in baseball. Like the Cubs, Christopher Morel hit a home run last night and took eight steps up the first baseline and then flipped his bat across the field. And Old school guy would be like, dude, I'd hate to be the next hitter. But Joe Girardi's up in the booth and goes, have fun, kid. We've changed. I mean, most people are like, hey, Dion's 20 years ago, people would have been like, what's he doing? Now everybody's like, oh, that's fun. He's fun. He's exciting. Then the second thing is he takes on the reporter. Do you believe now? It's the, it's the yeah. reporter's job not to believe. The reporter's specific job is not to believe. It's been his shtick. I mean, you got the thing with Sush. You got the way he treated the dude at Jackson State. I mean, it's just it, it's been this overarching thing that everybody just gives him a pass on. Yeah, no, everyone's going to eventually hate you, not because you're black and not because you're charismatic. They're going to hate you because you're being an ass. Yeah, and that's why it's not the reporter. Did he believe? I don't know. He's not supposed to believe. Like as a reporter who covers Ole Miss, it's not my job. In fact, I think it's my job to not believe, to not even get involved in the belief. They say, yeah, your, your job is to not believe or not to not believe both. Yeah. Like it is, it is yeah, both of it actually. It's, yeah, it's yeah, to yeah. it's to not ever go down that aisle at the at right. the store. Hey, this is the belief aisle. I'll stay away from that one. Because if I believe in Lane Kiffin, well, now I'm. I'm biased. And if I don't believe in Lane Kiffin, well, now I'm biased. So I just don't have an opinion on that. It's going to, yeah. I have more of a pragmatic approach, which is, hey, look, if they win, I'm going to write that they won. If they lose, I'm going to write that they lost. I'm not going to be involved in the winning of the losing. I play no role in it. My opinions don't matter. When Ole Miss plays Alabama on Saturday, my, my opinion of what's going to happen is completely irrelevant to the outcome of the game. 
see this uh, advanced forecast going on. We're going to get some uh, drier air, cooler temperatures coming. The uh, it's, Again, it's a ways out, it's 10 days out, but extended forecast for Georgia Tech next week for Saturday, high of 79, low of 60. So not bad so there for uh So you're telling me that as September winds on, the temperatures mm-hmm. will begin to get a little more mild. Okay. We are... We, we we operate about a month behind. We've talked about this. Yeah, for sure. What we used to. We're we're like a month different than we used to be on like when the calendar does whatever it does at this point. So yeah, what used to be November used to be really cold, and now November is not as cold. December gets mm-hmm. colder. January is cold. February is cold. March is cold. It's a bad news. Say it takes longer to warm up too. Yeah. Yeah. The baseball people are like, oh, okay, I wish we could go back to the old calendar a little bit because now sometimes late March, early April down here is pretty damn cold. Yeah. No, it really is. It, it takes a while. Really used to be. And October no. here can still be kind of hot. Like, wasn't last October kind of hot? Mm-hmm. No, I wore, the last two years, I'm pretty sure I've worn shorts on Halloween night taking Carlyana around. Now, there has been a couple of years where Halloween was cold. I mean, we lit the outdoor fireplace and the whole deal, but usually it's, yeah. it's mild at best. That's yeah. great. I mean, that'll be a night game. It'll be 60-something degrees. That'll be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of perfect. Next Saturday, Georgia Tech and the Rebels. But first, It'll be a little hot for you on Saturday, though, bud. I'm, well, I'll be honest. I, you know, we, we were talking about before the show, and again, this is not a criticism. Tulane just doesn't have a lot of space. They're trying to figure out where to put everybody. And I thought, okay, if I'm not in an AC press box, that is completely changing the wardrobe prior to knowing, like, to do what to wear. Oh. So I, I do need that answer before I go on Saturday. Yeah, because if you're outside, you might just want to go speedo in a tank top, maybe. I mean, just well, that's what I'm saying. So my 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 buddy Bank Shepherd, who's now at Wake Forest, but was at Tulane for a long time as head of their marketing, he told me he's like, "Hey, if they tell you to go on the field, don't think that's any kind of respite because it is the surface of the sun on the on the field. So just be aware that's that turf, is not right? an answer. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Yeah, I, I I need an answer to know whether because I mean the worst thing you could do is go, hey, I'm going to be a professional. And I'm going to put pants on, and they go, well, the thirty yard line is your domain for the next three and a half hours, and it's like, oh god. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think the whole professional dress code thing goes out the window if you're on the field. Yeah, and when the heat index goes into the triple figures, and you go, yeah, hey, nah, it's shorts, and you better have some shoes that have enough because uh, you'll it'll burn the bottom of your feet. Because some of your shoes are going to melt. Yeah, literally. That's true. Actually, for people who haven't been on it, they will. It'll the, the rubber will heat up. So it'll be all right. We'll accomplish that. But again, Ole Miss and Tulane, 2.30 from New Orleans on Saturday. Lane Kiffin press conference, or sorry, teleconference today around the uh, noon hour. Yeah, there's usually not much to that. But if anything notable is there, that will be at rebelgrove.com. Content as the uh, week moves on. We'll have uh, more podcasts to you for the week as well. So hope all you have a wonderful day. Talk to you again very soon. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. 
You're not ready if it's not ready hour foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 